0: Next, uh, we will have the pleasure of having Ray Chowdhury with us and uh, it's actually a great pleasure because he's the first person who's going to be with us for the second time on a podcast and I'll take advantage of this to uh, invite you to go back and listen to the podcast we had on the article he published in the Movement Disorder Journal on Advanced Therapies in Parkinson's Disease. Professor Chowdhury is a professor of neurology at King's College Hospital and King's College London and uh, he's also the chair of the No Motor Study Group here at the MDS. So uh, first of all, thank you for being with us today. And um, uh, if you want to tell us a little bit about what's going on and uh, what has happened during this conference on Parkinson's disease, on Lewy body diseases, especially focusing on uh, no motor symptoms, but in general, what are the news that have been discussed on Parkinson's?
1: It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for asking me.
0: I think if you look
1: at Parkinson's or Lewy body disorders in a general way, there have been a lot of advances. So one side, we see advances in assessments, wearable sensors, artificial intelligence, uh, app-based assessments, allowing remote monitoring of Parkinson's patients to be possible in the community. There's a lot of work on that that's being presented. From the therapeutic area, there are some interesting advances with the antibody autoimmune-mediated therapies, uh, particularly the alpha-synuclein-targeted therapies, which are in clinical trial, and some of them will be coming up again very soon. In addition to new ways of delivering what are classical drugs, so I suppose it's repurposing of the old drugs but being delivered in a new way. So example would be, for instance, delivery of levodopa using a continuous uh, subcutaneous infusion thinking about apomorphine being given buccally uh, as a rescue, inhaled devices, and so on. So I think from the therapeutic arena, there's a lot to, that's going on, both in the forms of delivery systems and in the form of um, newer ways of treating the root problem, so targeting alpha-synuclein, for instance. There are also some strategies towards amyloid, anti-amyloid therapy, for instance, which overlaps with the more levy-body dementia spectrum. And in terms of assessment otherwise, probably one of the key developments in this Congress was the unveiling of the new non motor scale for Parkinson's, the MDS-NMS, which was a Movement Disorder Society commissioned piece of work that uh, we did and MDS-NMS is now formally published, is available as e-publication, and we think that it will accompany the role of MDS-UPDRS and MDS-NMS together to give industry and clinicians and, of course, patients the most uh, global health outcome measure that's available. So I would think those are the key areas where we have made developments and that are being shown in the meeting. And, of course... There are additional areas with biomarkers, imaging, and other skin biopsy, and other gut-related biomarkers, and also the prodromal phase of Parkinson's. Those are definitely in the landscape. Just want to probably add one last thing, that uh, another key advance for the society has been the uh, palliative care task force that met this uh, meeting as well. And it is remarkable to see how much advance is being made also in the concept of palliative care in Parkinson, which is quite different to palliative care, let's say, neuro-oncology or other end-of-life disorders. So I think that's, again, a very important development.
0: Well, thank you very much for this summary. It's uh, it's really amazing all those all these things that are going on and uh, the possibility of better phenotyping the disease thanks to technology but also thanks to this new scale you were talking about. And also what you, you were saying before, there are a lot of trials uh, looking at disease-modifying rather than just symptomatic treatment, which is a very exciting area and uh, probably a very exciting uh, moment in our field. So is there anything new we should expect for the future?
1: Well, I think from the whole society perspective, there are several new. I think the key area, I think it would be both at the beginning and at the end, if you will, of the journey of a person with Parkinson's. So if we look at the beginning, it's the prodromal phase, better defining the prodromal phase, finding better biomarkers for prodromal phase so we can probably start neuroprotection trials at the prodromal phase rather than waiting for in-life manifest motor symptoms is the key, and there's a lot of work that's going on. Perhaps one of the major pieces of work here, the defining the research criteria, which has been recently uh, refined and revised, for the prodromal stage of Parkinson, particularly people with REM behavior disorder, plus minus hyposmia or other features. So I think that's a massive and a really important area. But again, going back to what I said previously, also end-of-life care or palliative phase of Parkinson's as, pe- as we live longer and as people with Parkinson's live longer is going to be a very important area in the management of Parkinson's in in relation to the rest of the field of Parkinson's, I think the the augmentation of advanced therapies have been really, really impressive. So while we have new data, for instance, in this meeting with the intragenital levodopa infusion, their, their global registry data and so on, we also have data with apomorphine, with deep brain stimulation, both the differential targets that's being presented with more refining of the targets and where the placement uh, of the uh, electrodes are and how that refines outcome. Coming more specifically to my own area of interest, the non motor aspect, I think the key developments are the MDS-NMS. What we can expect in the future is that we should develop a self-rated tool which will then enable more global declaration of non motor symptoms across patients, perhaps using established websites in different countries. And also linguistic translation, which will be global for the MDS-NMS, and we would then start to see data that are generated by industry trials, focusing on non-motor as a primary outcome measure. And I think this is one of the first meetings where there are already data that are being presented, where major industries have now looked at non-motor symptoms as their primary outcome measure, which is a real departure from the traditional way of looking at just motor outcomes. And I think that's really to be welcomed.
0: Thank you very much for being with us today. There are a lot of things going on and coming up for the future. So thank you again for being on the podcast with us. It's a pleasure
1: to be here, and I I wish the older ventures terrific success. Thank you.